Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies, which we discuss each week, will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. In today's episode, we're going to focus on the topic of managing expectations at work and at home. A popular thought holds that, quote, unrealistic expectations are premeditated resentments, close quote. Although this is a somewhat negative-sounding viewpoint, the conclusion may be valid. With that being said, let's look at why such a theory is so strongly held. The author of the article, The Psychology of Expectations, Dr. John A. Johnson, might dismiss me as a magical thinker. Conversely, I would like to believe that I am hopeful and optimistic, although also realistic. Dr. Johnson's theory is based on an acknowledgement that the expectation of a result occurring requires that, quote, good reasons, close quote, exist for the belief in that expectation. If there are no such good reasons for the belief, then the individual is simply applying magical thinking, a term coined by developmental psychologist Jean Piaget, which, by the way, Dr. Johnson surmises is inclusive of prayer. As Dr. Johnson puts it, quote, many of us at some point have mistakenly believed that expecting other people to behave the way we want will actually make them behave that way. One member of a couple might expect the other to make coffee. This is fine and good if the other person is happy to do so. But what happens if the other person has no interest in living up to that expectation? We feel shocked morally indignant and resentful, close quote. Hence, he concludes that, quote, expectations are premeditated resentments, close quote. Other than feeling that the words shocked, morally indignant, and resentful might be overreactions to an absence of coffee, Dr. Johnson's point is well taken. He holds the belief that, quote, expectations among people are often based on an implicit social contract. That is, without actually verbalizing expectations about give and take in a relationship, people construct stories in their heads about legitimate expectations of each other, close quote. In the span of a few short pages, Dr. Johnson moves from a hard-edged conclusion to an analysis of individuals seeking to act in their own best interests. And if others don't act in their best interests, they will likely let us down, failing our expectations and leaving us resentful. He then summarizes his thinking with the admonition to quote, let go of expectations and find something to be grateful about. Even when things do not turn out the way you hoped, 
and you will experience serenity rather than resentment, close quote. And then ends with the 1969 popular quote illustrating Gestalt theory by Fritz Perls. Frankly, your mentor found the conclusion to be disappointing. It is certainly true that when expectations are not in sync, there is usually at least one party who was let down. But there are certainly more targeted, purposeful ways to remedy the situation, as opposed to simply, quote, getting over it and turning to gratitude, close quote. There's no question that I'm a supporter of gratitude and practice it daily. However, let's try to come up with an approach to address expectations ahead of time to reduce the likelihood of mutual disappointment. The concept of managing expectations is actually a path to recognizing and addressing potential problems which can occur with guidance towards preventing or offsetting them both professionally and personally. Quote, expectations are beliefs or assumptions about the future. Most of us set expectations unintentionally. Expectations require managing to ensure that all involved hold the same expectations and that these expectations are realistic and intentional. The key to managing expectations is to set them intentionally, close quote. So rather than simply accepting whatever we happen to receive, this is the proactive approach to resolve the status of the expectations ahead of time and level the playing field of understanding. Expectations at work have been addressed at length in the article Managing Expectations at Work, Why It's Important and How to Do It by Emily May. And they seem to impact a variety of issues. The standard of work output, the level of absenteeism, morale, preparation, deadlines and targets, employee turnover rates, and a loss of respect among staff. It was concluded that if the work expectations were more specific, eliminating the anxiety-provoking ambiguity and confusion, turnover rates had the potential to be reduced by 22%, safety infractions by 29%, and productivity could increase by 10%. Ms. May further notes that to successfully manage the level of expectations at work, it is necessary to balance, quote, honesty, confidence, and compromise, close quote. She then cites a few guideposts to keep in mind when starting to put in place sought-after benchmarks for expectations. First, do not overlook your ability to say no. If no is not judiciously applied, it becomes likely at some point that you can become overextended in an effort to accommodate another's expectations. This could result in your premature burnout, failure, and underperformance. 
Second, you always need to ask, quote, clarifying questions, close quote. Focus on time frames, consequences, specific details, and what ifs. By evaluating the responses, you have a better idea of whether the expectations are realistic and reasonable or whether modifications are necessary and there's a need for compromise. Third, ask, listen, and review prior to agreeing. Ms. May advocates, quote, a simple yet effective way to manage expectations is to ask the person a question such as, can I get back to you on this one once I review all of my current deliverables? This buys you the time that may be needed to evaluate the current workload and estimate the consequences, which could result prior to signing off on another party's expectations. Fourth, offer a reasonable compromise. If, after all of your questioning, reviews, and assessments, the situation seems untenable, it becomes your responsibility to craft a sincere, pragmatic compromise as to how all parties can satisfactorily resolve the issue. It is important that the resolution be as equitable as possible in order to address all expectations. And finally, don't overlook providing the potentially aggrieved party with an explanation of the consequences. Discuss how the factors involved would have negative consequences on the outcome. Make your response and the proposed compromise as factually based as possible so that your response does not appear arbitrary. The other party needs to be convinced that their previous expectations were unrealistic and that with certain modifications and working together, a more realistic approach can be developed. There are certain universalities which, if applied, can help to manage expectations which arrive in virtually any situation, whether professional or personal. Fundamentally, the issue is communications, but not just any communications. What you say must be transparent and authentic. While some people think that these are overused buzzwords, the fact is that they represent important concepts. In order to successfully manage expectations, at the outset, all parties need to reach an agreement as to the acceptable standards of behavior. This means that respect is required along with honesty, clarity, and specificity. This is not a chess match. There should be no duplicitous or surreptitious maneuvers. If you would like a cup of coffee made for you, ask for it directly and politely. Or if you would like to complete a project by next Thursday, ask for that directly and politely. In each case, of course, providing logic or facts might strengthen your position. 
The concept of mindfulness also enters the discussion of managing expectations. Consider the skills which are necessary, being present, listening, asking questions, motivation of others, taking an authentic approach, having consideration of others' positions. All of these traits are elements of mindfulness. And once again, there's an intersection of behaviors and philosophies which seem to unify what might otherwise be seemingly disparate concepts. Managing expectations is an ongoing active process which should become a part of every relationship which we have throughout life. Quote, expectations can be a blessing or a curse for you depending upon the way you deal with them, close quote, by Anurag Prakash Ray. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?